You're listening to the Private Practice Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, John Clark, helping you build a better business without all the overwhelm. And I hope you're doing well today. Just thought I'd say that. And I'm excited that you're here with me. Um, I've been helping therapists since 2013 when I started my first practice in San Francisco. And guess what? I'm back in San Francisco now. I'm back living in San Francisco now, I should say. Um, It's been a crazy turn of events, but uh, long story short, until just a few weeks ago, I was living uh, quite happily in Paris, France, and then the world got turned upside down and my life kind of got turned upside down with it. Won't go into a whole lot of detail, but that's the short of it. And that's what you, I guess, need to know is that I'm back in the U.S. now, uh, and I'm back uh, living in San Francisco. So if you're here in San Francisco or in the Bay Area, I'd love to hear from you or see you someday whenever that becomes available. But right now, in May 2020, May 12, 2020, that's not quite an option. So we're doing all things digital these days. Um, A lot has happened in the lives of therapists and business owners alike. Um, And one thing that I've noticed is that uh, that a lot of therapists want to start a new uh, income stream. They want to start a new, um, uh, often an online income stream for their business. And so in this episode, I'm going to be teaching you really kind of quickly in about seven steps um, how to choose your idea, basically how to focus on what's next. The plight of the entrepreneur is, I have many ideas which one do I choose? Or I have many ideas. Let me just do one of them and hope that it works. This is perhaps the worst thing that you could do. And I want to help you avoid um, the pain and setback that could go along with doing it this way. This, this, uh, um, uh, just kind of throwing caution to the wind and just trying it. Okay. So uh, let's just get right into it. The first step is I want you to figure out what is your North star, a lot of different names for this, but basically what's the thing guiding uh, your next project or guiding this big idea? Um, is it making more money? If so, how much? And if if you know how much, then why is it that much? Why do you want to make that much? In other words, I want to you know start this online course so that I can make X amount of dollars so that I can do X, Y, and Z so that I will feel X, Y, and Z or whatever. Okay. So you have to figure out Um, If you are doing something, what are you hoping it's going to accomplish for your business? Often that is more money. Maybe it's something that will make you more money, or maybe it's something that will give you more meaning or purpose, right? Maybe it's a kind of a passion project or something that uh, you want to create that may make some money. um, But really the key for you is to do something that uh, you love or that you're passionate about, or that is just fun and kind of an experiment. I think it's great to have those sorts of things in business as well. But the first the first step in kind of uh, how to choose your next business idea is what is your North Star? Okay, so really, again, if this new business venture were to accomplish what you hope for, what is that thing? Okay, what's the what's the destination? The second thing you'll do is look for within a market, what are, what are the most painful and urgent problems of that market? Um, this is kind of the way that I've taught it for quite some time, but I just want to say that um, the higher the pain and urgency of a problem, the more, the more valuable it will be, the more you can charge for it. And really, the more it will just sell naturally because it's something that people uh, want and need so badly. Again, so if you have a problem that is very painful 
and very urgent, meaning it's causing a lot of pain in my life. And in terms of urgency, well, I need it solved like yesterday, then you're probably onto something and you're onto something that is going to generate a lot of money and help a lot of people. Okay. So you've got to kind of rate your ideas, um, with regard to pain and urgency. Okay. Pain and urgency. Number three, ask your audience what they want your help with. Now, Again, most entrepreneurs, they just have an idea and they start building something and they're often very disappointed when it completely flops. And then I ask them, well, where did you get proof of concept? How'd you come up with this idea? Is this something your audience actually wants? And they go, well, I don't know. I just thought they wanted it. It seemed like a good idea to me, so I just did it. Again, major pitfall for uh, therapists, business owners alike. Ask your audience what they want your help with. So an easy way to do this would be go to your email list. Hopefully, if you listen to this show, then you have an email list and ask them what they want your help with. Okay. So you could even just start by saying, hey, what's your biggest problem that, that as it relates to how we help? And see what they say. You could send out that one-liner, a one-liner email like that to your email list and just see what they say. Okay, so simply ask your audience what they want your help with. Okay, that's number three. Number four is then ask them how they want your help. So let's say you've identified the problem and the problem is um, my kid throws tantrums, right, every day or whatever. Then you would ask how they want your help. Well, so if we're going beyond therapy, then how, how else can we support you? Is it through an online course or a membership site or a mastermind group with other parents, like a coaching parent coaching group with other parents, whatever it might be, or just a, an online community, like a Facebook group for other parents or a Slack channel for parents, something like that. Just ask them uh, open-endedly how they want your help with this. And the answers <clears throat> may very well surprise you. Okay. Number five, ask them what they'd pay for it. And I would do this again in an open-ended way so that you don't assign the value to it before you give them the chance to tell you what this is really, what the solution is really worth. Again, the answers may surprise you. So just ask them, okay, now that I know what your problem is, I know it's painful and urgent. I know how you want my help. How much would you pay for this solution if I were to build it? Okay. From there, I highly recommend that you market and sell the solution before you've actually built it. This is a game-changing idea for, for a lot of people and certainly was for me when I first kind of uh, uh, wrapped my mind around it. So this is called shadow testing. Basically, uh, market and sell the thing before you've built the thing. That way you ensure demand for it. Okay, super, super crucial um, step. And by the way, all this stuff is basically taught in this uh, um, this free course creation masterclass that we have put together for you guys. Um, it's basically a, a short video training series. It's completely free. We'll, of course, put a link to it in the description. It also includes um, the link for a free trial with Kajabi. Kajabi is where I build pretty much everything for my online business, everything from my landing pages, my emails, um, uh, my offers, so my actual courses, membership sites, etc. It's all built in Kajabi. And um, within Course Creation Masterclass, you're going to see a chance for a free uh, Kajabi trial and a whole bunch of bonuses. So definitely check that out. All free stuff um, that I think is going to really help you get off the ground quickly with this. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So marketing and selling the, the thing before you've actually really built the thing or built all of it. From there, I would say step six is to run a beta, right? So take a, a small group of people and basically uh, run your idea bare bones uh, to these people 
Um, so they get to test it, work through it. They're going to give you loads and loads of feedback. Um, and your product's going to be even stronger for that. So basically, after you've done kind of a beta launch, you then turn right back around and do a bigger launch or kind of like a full launch. That's the way that I recommend uh, doing it. Very, very, very important. Okay. Um, those are really the steps. Okay, let me make a note here because I changed the steps <laughs> as I was doing them here. Market and sell your program or your offer, and then uh, um, and somewhere in there, run a beta if you'd like to to make sure your 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 offer is even more sharp and effective. Um, and you can improve that offer and also improve your marketing. You can also get loads of testimonials through that. So that's basically it. Um, if I had to kind of put this into seven steps, again, just to review, starting with number one, what is your north star? What do you want this to do for your business? Number two. Two, pick a problem that's painful and urgent. Or three, ask your audience what they want your help with. Four, ask them how they want your help. Five, ask them what they'd pay for it. Six, market and sell your offer before you've built it or built all of it. Uh, number seven, run a beta. And then basically from there, rinse, wash, and repeat. This is effectively how I do product uh, testing and development on my team and with the different offers we have through private practice workshop. We've always got something cooking up. <laughs> um, along those same lines, well, and speaking of running a beta, something that we're testing and that I'm curious about testing with you guys is traditionally we've had podcast sponsors. We just had Spruce Health wrap up their uh, sponsorship round for the past six months. And something I want to test with you guys is if we start a Patreon page where you guys can basically throw a few bucks into supporting this show as in return for listening and us running the show for free for you guys, um, would, if I can get a hundred people who listen to this show to pay $10 a month, um, then basically we can run this show without ads. And that's something I'd love to do. So what are your thoughts on running a Patreon? We would have some special content for you behind the Patreon wall. We'd have some special tools and resources for you behind the Patreon wall. And, um, and you would have the feeling of uh, supporting and helping the show and, and kind of uh, in return for us producing this show for you. So if that's something you think could be cool, let me know. Shoot me a quick email, john at privatepracticeworkshop.com or maybe even a Facebook message or whatever. Let me know what you think about that. Because um, it's quite quite possible that we'll be rolling that out before too long. Okay. Last little thing I want to say is when it comes to scale, there's basically three degrees of scale that I like to think about. And here they are. One to one, one to a few, and one to many. Okay. So when you think about it, you know, we know that a private practice doesn't scale and therapy doesn't really scale because it's a one-to-one -one service or a one-to-a-few service. So you go from one-to-one -one, and that's often how you get some proof of concept, validate your idea, your approach to therapy, or your approach to helping, you know, angry teenagers or whatever it is. From there you go, okay, so if it worked with one person, it'll probably work for 10 at a time. So then you run a group running the same uh, kind of offer but just to 10 people at a time. You're increasing your hourly earnings, so you're making a, a whole lot more, and you're helping more people at once, and you're leveraging your time better than you were just doing the one-to-one, -one. okay? So one-to-one, -one, and then one-to-few, and you keep getting proof of concept from there, and then you go one-to-many, okay? And one-to-many is your online courses or mastermind or membership sites, sorry, or, you know, rolling it out to a bigger audience, okay? Basically, 
At that point, you're looking at a product or what they call a durable product, which is essentially something you can scale or keep selling to infinity. You know, you can theoretically sell your course to infinity, right? And it won't break. You can keep selling it over and over again, and you don't have to keep delivering more hours necessarily, right, to sell a durable product. So that's kind of how it goes. And that's something I would think about when you're testing your ideas is following these three steps or these three scales of uh, degrees of scale, sorry, one to one, one to a few, and one to many. Okay, so that's kind of how it goes. Man, and that's really all I've got for you guys today. I know there's a lot going on in the world. I know you guys are quite busy uh, managing your businesses, keeping them going. Um, Many of you are dealing with, you know, securing the triple P loan, all sorts of stuff like that. And um, all I'll say is that I hope you're hanging in there. I also hope that this episode offered you a decent amount of value. Again, if you're interested in the course creation masterclass, it's a free masterclass. Just head to the link in the description. Otherwise, your job is just to keep doing good work out there in the world. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for tuning into this very short episode, and I look forward to seeing you here same time, same place next week. All right, take care. See you soon. Bye-bye.